Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. FM. Home of the Afropolitan. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. It's just gone 8 o'clock. A very good evening to you. Welcome to My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. And tonight we're talking about getting your financial affairs in order. We've almost wrapped up 2020. It's been a really, really tough year, especially when it comes to finances. But it's also been a good opportunity for entrepreneurs that have opened up businesses as a result of the virus and the lockdown. Frank Maguegue is joining us tonight to help us put it all down on paper and also to help us calculate our net worth. Do you know what you're worth? Property developer Toli Swadaku is our woman on the move tonight. And Shoma Josie is going to be our money lessons guest a little bit later. Welcome to it. This is My Money and Me. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Right. Remember to call in if you have any questions. I'm talking to Frank Maguegue, founder and MD of Thrive Wellness. And we're talking about getting your finances in order and knowing your net worth. How do you calculate your net worth? That number to call in is 086-0000959. A very good evening to you, Frank. Thanks so much for your time. Good evening to you, Sumitra. Good to talk to you again. I'm yes. so excited that you're talking <laughs> about financial health as we wrap up the year. Absolutely. I, you know, what better time? I mean, let's let's do a wrap-up. Let's put this year, uh, let's close up this year, and let's close it up knowing exactly what we're doing. Because, you know, finances yes. is such an important part of our lives and often we feel like we don't want to talk about it we don't want to deal with it even if you're sitting in a mountain of debt it's actually a first step uh, a first positive step if you actually work out what exactly is going on what do you owe what do you need to sort out so you go into the year fresh and you have a better understanding and you have a plan in place how do I fix yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, it's right. You know, we always say for a plan in place, the starting place is actually to know exactly what is your current situation yeah. and what an awesome way to do that by looking at the concept of network. Interestingly, as I was thinking about the show today, Sumitra, one thing that came to mind for me mm. is that, you know, in my 10 years as a certified financial planner and in the last four or five years working with many, many clients, one of the things that I've realized is you know, net worth is hardly mentioned by many clients. I think not only is it that they focus more on the debt side mm-hmm. of um, their lives, I think even just not knowing where to start to be able to calculate it. Absolutely. So we did take a vote on Twitter today. We put out a vote uh-huh. and 60% of respondents came back and said they don't know their net worth and they don't know how to calculate it. And 40% said they do know. So it's only four in 10 respondents knew how to calculate net worth. Wow, that's so interesting. Yes. So let's get into it. Let's figure out how do we do this. But I think you raised a really important point uh, just a, a few seconds ago. Um, does that include your debt? Is it everything? Yes. Yeah, so I think this, the fantastic point about net worth is that it includes 
two important aspects of a person's financial health. So it looks at assets. In other words, what do you own? Let me give a quick example of an asset, a home, a car, shares on the stock exchange, uh, unit trust, mm-hmm. uh, pension fund holdings, for example, paintings and art. Those are quick examples of um, cash in the bank, of course, that we don't leave that one out. Those are quick examples of assets, financial assets, if you can call them that. And the second part of network talks to debt. So in other words, if I have my car funded by a loan from a bank, then I have money that I owe the bank, so that's a debt. If I have a home but I haven't paid it off, that's debt. If I have a personal loan, for example, that's debt. If I have outstanding balance on my credit card, that is debt. So you can immediately see that um, the beauty of network is at any point in time, one is able to say, what are my assets? Add them all up. Mm -hmm. What are my debts? Add them all up. And network is the difference between the assets and the debts. So in other words, subtract debts from your assets. What remains? is your net worth. And why net worth is good? It's kind of a quick measure of your financial health because it tells you where you are in regard to um, assets minus your debt at any point in time. And there are rules of thumb that we use as financial planners. For example, when you're young, it is expected that you may even have a negative net worth. In other words, your debt are more than your assets because you're just starting out in your career. Then you get to a point where uh, maybe it's zero, your assets equal your debt, but as we want you to move in time, maybe in your 40s going uh, into 50s and 60s, we want to see that network growing. You want mm-hmm. to see your assets being more than your debt. So you can see it's really good, quick measure or financial health. That is that is so interesting. I have a question for you. And and if anybody else, Afropolitans, if you have a question for Frank, please give us a call. The number zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. You can also tweet me at Sumitra Naidu or at Kaya FM. Um, and, uh, you know, put your questions through. So, Frank, uh, so we talk about assets and debt, right? So. Yeah. Some people would term their their house as an asset, but if you're right. still paying off the house, say you're ten years into paying off the house, does it go under assets or does it go under debt? That's such a good question because often you know consumers get confused by that. So the answer is it goes on both sides, and the reason is the following: your house when you ask still paying it off technically belongs to the bank that funded the house, right? So you bought the house, but you don't have the title deed that actually says it's your house because you haven't paid off that loan. So we would say, I have this asset that I acquired, so we take the value of that house, we put it on the asset side of this calculation. Then we say, oh, wait a minute, but I still owe the bank that financed this asset. 
So what I still owe to the bank, the outstanding mortgage loan value of that, I have to put it on the debt side of the equation. So it goes on both sides. So you can see, for example, as a meter, that when you paid mm. off your house and you, the proud owner of your title deed, you have the house as an asset, and then you have the value of the house on the asset side, and then on the debt side, you get zero because you have paid off mm. the debt. But as long as you've got debt, you have to put it on both sides. So you say the market value of my house, you put it on the asset side, then you say what the bank says, I still owe them on that home loan, you put it on the debt side. The difference is the contribution to your net worth. It's always such a bitter pill to swallow that, you know, when you say that, you know, you may own a home, but you don't actually own it because the bank owns it until you completely pay it off. But the- and you know, Sunita, saying that one of the important things that's, that's good to understand for financial health mm. is, for example, we've looked at a house. And generally, you would find that with time, house prices appreciate or go up in prices in time. And so... You, when you do that calculation, you tend to find out that the asset, is the value of the house minus debt, you will get a, a positive answer yeah. when you work out that difference. But why I'm raising it up is that when you do the same exercise for a car, because a car, generally speaking, is a depreciating asset. In asset, in other words, when you take the value of your car today, and then you subtract the outstanding loan, typically you find out that is negative. In other words, you owe more to the bank than what your car is worth. That is very important for Afropolitans to understand. Generally, car is a depreciating asset Mm. that contributes negatively to your net worth. And this is why they always say, you know, if you're going to invest in um, something for yourself, first start with a house or with an apartment, but buy a property first before you buy a car. And often we do that. Ideally, absolutely, yes. Or you go for a small, affordable, second-hand car because it already has lost some value as opposed to being the proud owner of a brand-new car. And, of course, you experience that big drop in value when you take ownership of that car. So cars, generally speaking, they contribute negatively to your to your network, sorry, in time because they lose value. They are depreciating assets. Frank, what happens if you don't have any assets? How then do you do this calculation? That's an interesting question. <laughs> so what I've seen many instances of that, Sumitra, that in most instances would put your network squarely in the negative territory. I work a lot in the mining sector with my company Thrive Financial Wellness giving wellness solutions in the mining sector. And we find that in most instances, your typical mine worker has a personal loan worth thirty or 40000 on the car uh, that is still paying up maybe 250000 And the combination of those two, given that he doesn't have really any tangible assets other than maybe the value of their pension fund, if you don't take the value of the pension fund in that calculation, mm. you know, the assets are, the network is definitely in the negative territory. Because we would say assets that I own, zero, I 
owe on a car, I owe on a personal loan, and therefore my net worth is negative. And when I have discussions with with clients, just the fact that is negative, it's such a good reminder that they have work to do mm. on their financial health. Because ideally, you need to work over time at least to bring it to a zero, which means your assets are the same value you know, as your debt. That's a good starting point before working even harder to put it in the positive territory. Afropolitans, I'm talking to Frank Magwegwe, founder and MD of Thrive Wellness. And we're talking about your net worth, how to calculate your net worth and get all your financial affairs in order. Frank, if you have savings or say, for instance, you have inheritance um, and but you don't have any assets, does that all, do you calculate that as net worth at any given time? whatever savings I have in the bank, whatever inheritance I've just come into, whatever the case is, but it, you don't own anything, can that still be your net worth? As long as Nita is that asset, you are sure that you know it is indeed your asset. What do I mean by that? You know, a promise of inheritance down the line, it's just that, it's a promise. Mm-hmm. So you can't really add that on the side when you do the net worth calculation. But if you did receive an inheritance, whether it's in the form of shares, it's in the form of a house, or it's in the form of cash, and it, it, it belongs to you in other words, definitely yes, it goes on the asset side of, of that net worth calculation. But a promise shouldn't be put on that because it's not an asset that you own yet. What is interesting also, Sunitra, is that what I find when dealing with clients when I introduce this concept of net worth, mm. is to tell them to say, but you know, you do own an asset. Usually they say, but I have got zero. And I encourage them to find out what is the current value of your contribution to your retirement annuity or to your retirement fund or to your provident fund. Because that certainly should go on the asset side in this net worth calculation. And it does help them to know what is the growth of that uh, money that are deducted, you know, every month when they were going to their contribution in retirement funds, in retirement annuities. So really this idea of a network, it's one of those uh, steps to better financial health, big picture, like taking your blood pressure, you know, big picture like your BMI in terms of <laughs> physical health, it's an equivalent yes. of that. That just says at any point in time, what is my financial health? Let me do a quick calculation and see what my net worth is. And of course, you know, an increase in net worth over time just tells you that your assets are growing faster than your debt. So, you know, even if we are at a stage where we have a negative net, net worth, how important yeah. is it to actually know that at any given time or at a point like now, we're wrapping up the year, you don't know these things, you have had a, a really, really tough financial year. Mm-hmm. How important is that in order to get your financial affairs in order, working out your net worth? It is very important to me, sir, because the beauty about net worth, number one, is about being at a certain point in time. So it varies depending, you know, when you do the calculation itself. That's very important to realize. But more importantly for me is that net worth is 
age specific. Like I said in the introduction, when you start out in life, you take a loan maybe to buy a small car mm-hmm. and then you move on to buying a house. Because you own less assets, your net worth is going to be negative. But that shouldn't be discouraging. That should actually say if I adopt positive you know, financial behaviors, such as reducing that debt, I am increasing my net worth, using less credit, for example. And then, of course, when you move into uh, your early 30s, for example, going into your 40s, you definitely want to see positive and growing network because you should be reducing your debt and acquiring more assets. So being negative should not be discouraging at all. If it is negative in your 60s, that should be concerning. But mm. if it is negative in your um, 20s and even early 30s, that is fine because at that point in time, most of us, when we are just starting out or setting down in life, we don't have a lot of assets and we have our cars and homes financed by debt. I think it's also important, you know, this comes up often when you are... Um, in some cases, you are preparing a will, and in some cases, you know, people um, die unexpectedly. And if you don't actually have all of this, I mean, it's 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 another important thing to do to make sure that whoever you're leaving behind, whatever you're leaving them with, they you have a better understanding of what you're leaving behind. Because sometimes, you know, you can say, I'm leaving my house, I'm leaving my car. The house, for instance, needs to, you need to pay rates and taxes. You need to have somebody to do the garden on a regular basis. You need to pay Yeah, I think the calculation helps you to have a good sense of, you know, what, what, what your assets are and what your liabilities are or what your debts are. And then the really big question to ask yourself is at this point in time, if I am in my 30s and this is my network, what does it mean comparing to other people in 30s? Because that's really what is more informative. That by that time, early 30s, we want to see it starting to build wealth. We want to see it being positive by reducing debt as an example. And of course, as you rightly say, when you're now in your 60s, it's now about having a good handle of your assets because perhaps you're now starting to prepare, you know, should I pass on, uh, what do I give to whoever is my loved one in my family? So it gives you an opportunity to keep track also of that um, level of your assets. Mm. Is there ever a good level to be at? Or should you just be breaking even? Where should we aim to get to? When I it think comes it's difficult to, to put, you know, a, a, a hard number that says your net worth should be a million bucks or a net worth should be, you know, mm-hmm. two million. I would rather say when you are in 20 to 30, don't get too concerned. Mm-hmm. Most probably your net worth would be negative, especially if you have a car loan and a, and, and a home loan because you don't really have a lot of assets. What then we would encourage in that first decade of working is work on accumulating assets, reduce your debt, because by reducing your debt, you are 
slowly but surely, you know, increasing your network. So that first decade of work, I'd say 20 to 30, it is negative, but that's to be expected. Work on reducing your debt. Then when you move to that second decade of working, I'm now talking 30 to 40, we want to see you having probably paid off your car, making good strides in building assets, making good strides in reducing debt. So you definitely need positive network in that second decade you know, of working because you are building assets. Third decade of working, 50 to 60, you should have very little debt, if any debt at all. You should have good pension savings, good emergency savings, for example. And of course, most importantly, you should have other discretionary mm-hmm. savings, whether it's through your home, for example, through painting. Some people like to grow their art collection, for example. All those in your 50s really mean that you definitely need to have a positive network. It's difficult to say it must be 5 million or it must be you know, 2 million. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on your job. But definitely it should be positive because you shouldn't have debt uh, at that point in your life or you should have very little debt. Afropolitans, take out a pen and paper, do a quick jot down of your assets and your liabilities, look at your debt, do the calculation, it's so simple, and then you'll have an idea. Dr. Frank Magwegwe, um, you're always a wealth of information. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk to the Afropolitans about a simple way to track their financial health. Go well. And if we don't speak to you again, have a good festive season and we'll chat to you in the new year. Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.